All right, what's up, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast crossover coverage of E3 2019, and we're ending on a doozy. One nice, long, strong press conference, in my opinion, uh, from Square Enix, wrapping up um, Monday night. It's Monday night. Uh, I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas uh, from Gaming History 101 and the B-Team Podcast, and joining me, as has been the case all day, the real trooper here, Mr. Andy Urquhart from 42 Level 1. Yep, so he is still kicking. Yep. Now, on the other hand, um, so there were there were two hosts, Chase and Chip, that people were pointing out had not shown up for the previous episodes. And unfortunately, Andy, they were here, but Andy had not put on the stream for them, so they weren't recorded or streamed at all. So they had some really awesome thoughts on the previous press conferences. They just didn't come through in the recording, so we apologize for that. But they're here now. I think that was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> We filter bullshit. Anyway, for they're here now, <laughs> and joining us, Mr. Chip Zella from uh, the B Team Podcast. Welcome, Chip. Oh, this is—I guess—is my my first show this week, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Well, I guess to me, the week starts on Sunday. I don't know why I still live in that world, but and uh, rounding out, last but not least, Chase uh, from uh, Scarcasm Live is also with us. What's up, Chase? What's up, guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember last year when we said, um, "Why does Square Enix have a press conference?" I, I think that answer is this year. So. Yeah, I, I would say to a certain extent. Um, if you want to, you can poo-poo it, but uh, but yeah, I think we've got a lot to talk about here, and I think uh, I, I think there's some positive things. So. I think we should just kick it off. Um, Andy and I, I don't know about you, Andy, I started the stream a little late, but I don't think I missed mm -hmm. much. Probably two, three minutes in, um, they just opened with a bang with Final Fantasy VII Remake. They knew they needed to come and bring it, um, and uh, they did. <laughs> they just flat out just dropped it on the table. Um, yeah, I don't think it was really fair to uh, have Final Fantasy VII to be the beginning because well, everything else until um, the last announcement felt like an afterthought. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you were like, should you guys end it on this note? <laughs> I mean, that might not have been completely untrue. Mm. I do think some of the decisions as to what showed up where were a little odd. But um, but ultimately, well, they, they brought a lot of, of stuff. I, I mean, it felt kind of like, hey, man, Chase, your band's awesome. You you guys um, are going to play with Black Sabbath, but Black Sabbath is playing first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, let me and just warm like, up the crowd uh, for me. Thanks. <laughs> see, I would, I, would dis I would disagree. Like, I would say, like, the, their last announcement was the, the big pop. and Because like, everybody knows about Final Fantasy VII Remake already. And, like, what they're showing here is not anything new. They showed it yesterday. They showed it, like, a couple of days ago, a new trailer. Square you know, has like, a perpetual problem of overshowing everything. Yeah, I mean, they explained it. Like, that was good, and I think they were well, definitely Well, they didn't right explain one thing, at least unless I missed it. Um, and yeah. I almost think we should lead with that. What do you guys mm. think? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? So, originally, Final Fantasy VII was touted as being episodic. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, news stories after they had talked about it coming out um, soon 
and that it would be at E3 after the state of play from PlayStation was that they would answer all those questions at the E3 press conference, which to a certain extent they didn't, in my opinion. Uh, They didn't directly address it. Um, But the big question was, and Chip, you and I have talked about this many times, uh, at least a couple in depth on the B-Team podcast as to how are they going to release this, what's it going to cost, and uh, what's it going to be, right? Correct. So my question to you guys real quick, and I am leading you. I'm just going to stay it up front. When you watch this presentation, unless you guys saw a detail I missed, um, they made it sound like that, they first of all, they dropped the release date, which was put out at a concert last night, uh, just open for the public, of uh, 3-3-2020. And with the special edition and all the disc-based stuff and no conversations, boy, they make that look like you're going to get the whole game, right? Is that what everyone's impression was seeing this no, whole thing? This, this is two games. Yeah. No, yeah, they it seemed to be that they uh they said that it was a two Blu-ray game and the first part is sort of a prequel to the original Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, no, he said it was the part in true. Midgar. I would just say it's yeah. the first disc of Final Fantasy Seven if you've played through that mm-hmm. game. If not, it's uh a very pivotal character has something happen, and that is probably where we're going to end things, I would guess. Am I correct, Andy? Um, I Being from the UK, gonna... you have to be an expert at Final Fantasy VII. So. Well, well, he plays yeah. it once a year. Oh, shit, that's yeah. right. You are that person. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I, don't play, I don't play through it once a year, but I dabble in it once a year, I would say. I make the intention of playing through it and then never get finished it. Um, but I've finished it a few times. Um, the first disc ends when you leave Midgar, basically. Okay, and I think that's what we're going to do, but I feel like we'll get a more expanded story. Yeah, okay, so. Well, I mean, they did use the language, well, the first game, the second game. They didn't say the first episode, second episode. So, right, and that's how they're wanting to. That's how they're wanting to pitch it. But when you say two Blu-rays worth of content, Andy even said it earlier. You think Red Dead Redemption Two, which came with two Blu-rays worth of content, one sixty-dollar game with two Blu-rays worth of content. Uh, and right. that is not what this is. This is two $60 priced games. And that special yes. edition is $329.99, just in case people yes. want to know. Um, and I'm still tempted to buy it. Now. Wow. A true fan. Um, I was tempted. So, Chip, I, I, I got to ask you up front. Uh, you said there's no fucking way at 60 bucks for more than one uh, uh episode that you would do this are you turned now that they're calling them games as opposed to episodes i think they're adding you i think they're adding a lot of content okay um and i will you know as i've said on the b team um i never actually finished final fantasy 7 when i realized i wasn't going to be able to get uh what is it the knights of the round Mm. um yeah, no easy task. <laughs> so, um... It's going to be harder here. Yeah, but they also seem to be up... Uh, you know, they, they are updating the style of combat. It's not uh, turn-based... Uh, str- you know, it, this is more hack-and-slashy, I would even say, uh, to an extent, although... Uh, it seems to uh, there's at least a little pause and slow mo involved, um, sort yeah, of like Kat- the Kingdom Hearts uh, combat system. 
Yeah, it kind of reminded from? me of like Mass Effect, but more melee focused, to where okay. you could be, you know, shooty shooty, but you would pause the game, and then it would be kind of turn based, but not really, since they don't really get a turn. But that's what it kind of reminded me of, you know. And and it answers the question, right, as to how they were going to keep the materia system intact, and would they keep the materia system intact? And this is how they do it, right? They they move special abilities, powers, and spells that you are familiar with if you're a Final Fantasy fan, Andy, and um, allow those to kind of coexist, right? You get a more modern battle style with some of the traditional mechanics, and there seems to be a real tug of war, push and pull to. Um, boss battles especially with the demo we saw um and i know there's probably some parallels to be made to final fantasy 15 i unfortunately have not played that game so i can't make those parallels myself very like final fantasy 15 except you don't have the sword throwing angle of it anybody else surprised to see how young nomura looked compared to what i thought he looked like for some <laughs> reason i thought nomura would be like 175 years old look like shang Tsung in the first mortal Kombat or something i am it he, he looks good for his age. Um, yeah. I, I do. I do think it's worth mentioning. Um, there's a big problem with this game. Go. DLC. Huh? DLC. What do you mean? There so, shouldn't be any DLC. Exactly. So already <laughs> we're seeing pre-order DLC. So if you go and look at the special editions, there is uh, the first class edition, which is the edition that comes with that bike. Has uh, includes bonus summon materia DLC of uh, of mm. Carbuncle and Cactor, and you get a Chocobo chick. So I, I don't believe Carbuncle was in the game previously. I, I could do be not wrong on that. He was, but yeah, I don't remember Carbuncle. Here, so, I'll okay, get on the Final Fantasy Seven wiki. Cactor, well, I mean, are they are, are they like skins was. and stuff? Because no, these are these are, are summons. These are summons. Okay. Yeah, summon materia DLC. These are summons that you uh, like. That's a problem. <laughs> Because you can't either. Chip, you don't need to get songs. Knights of the Round. It'll just <laughs> be a free one DLC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a problem because, like, part of the part of the good parts of this game was like getting to that stuff and finding it organically in the game. And yeah, if you're just buy it, then uh, I don't like that. Uh, so uh, turns out everything Carbuncle, else it looks like was in Final Fantasy. VII. I'll see, okay. See, I just don't remember. But, yeah, yeah. Um, now it's yeah. I remember it being an eight, but anyway, no mind. Um, but yeah, that's that's an even worse problem then. <laughs> if it was in the game, they've taken him out and put him as DLC now. Because if you don't Oop. pre-order, then you won't get these. Wait, wait, wait! I'm wrong. Nope, Carbuncle wasn't in seven. He was in five, yeah. six, eight. God damn it! Nine yeah. and eleven. Wow. Okay. I am out of touch with Final Fantasy. Clearly. But but yeah, so. That's a problem. The, the other on, the only other issue that I see with this, like, because the graphics and stuff look fine, the combat looks actually fine. Right. Those graphics um, look amazing. Did you see how fucking hot Tifa looked? Well, well, yeah, and we haven't seen Tifa before, so it was it was cool to get a review. Well, we've of seen Tifa, Tifa before. Um, My DeviantArt <laughs> page has seen a lot of Tifa. <laughs> okay, okay, but, um, Fred, Fred is the most pro- prolific author of uh, Tifa fanfic. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you want to see her with Sonic? I got one just for you, Andy. <laughs> uh, On the dark uh, yeah. web, it's called uh, Tifa History 101. Oh, God. Uh, that does not his, exist. His I would like you to know that does not exist unless it does. Anyway, uh, continue, Andy. 
but but yeah, so like almost everything that we saw in these trailers over the last couple of days has been the first two hours of the game. So like yeah, when, if you don't remember Cloud, that game, yeah, that that is exactly what yeah. it is. That epic boss right. battle is like the opening forty minutes. Yeah, so like when Cloud gets to the train station, he fights through a bunch of people, meets Barrett, and then they go, they fight that scorpion. And mm. that's like the first maybe hour or so. And then he um, bumps into Aerith, and that's like the beginning of the second hour. Yeah, so, and and that was kind of worrying me. And um, they did show some more stuff from later in the game here as well. So, like, they showed you some Shinra, uh, some of the Shinra Tower and the bike no, chase scene. No that, that's Red a, 5, that's though. I didn't see Red 5 no. anywhere. Well, you don't get to him till much later in the game. Really? No, 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 actually, sorry, no, 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 you're right, actually, no, because he's in the Shinra building. No, you're right. I want to see him salute on a pirate ship. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a lot of things I want to see brought to life. Um, but I have to say, cross-dressing. All... Yeah. What? Cross-dressing. Oh, if I don't get to wrestle with uh, an entire oiled-up uh, Russian, um, wasn't it Russian uh, wrestling team? Um, uh, I don't know if it was Russian, but because we don't hear them, but uh, but yeah, they, I thought they, they mentioned where strange. they're from. But yes, he uh, made them. There should be, and I, yeah, I, I don't see any. I actually would hope in today's day and age, you could, in these realistic, photorealistic graphics, have the cross-dressing scene without it having the stigma that it did in yeah. the West in 1997. It had no stigma in Japan, but it did in the West. And I would like to believe that in today's day and age, they can just keep that in there and it's not a problem. Um, yeah. The Russian oiled up dudes, that may be a different dis- discussion. Um <laughs> But the squats. Uh, Imagine just sitting down the squats. Like <laughs> I know. I just want to see the problem solving of Chocobo breeding. Anyway, um <laughs> but I will say uh this game looks just phenomenal to me. I think yeah. the graphics look amazing. Like these Agreed. characters are brought to life. Like, aside from my passing joke about Tifa's looks, like Seriously, every single character is brought to life in a very vibrant way. And and it might be the contrast between... I've been kind of Kingdom Hearts heavy lately. Uh, Chip, I know you've been dabbling lately too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so cartoon-like uh, that to have these kind of much closer to photorealistic characters. But either way, that game just dazzles. Um, I am immediately drawn to wanting that game in my collection just regardless of all else. Physical or digital? Digital, 100%. Why in the world would I want a physical copy? I don't know. I just pre-ordered the deluxe one on Amazon. <laughs> Is it a steelbook? Is it a steelbook? You know, it doesn't give the details of what the deluxe version is, but I believe if you went back and looked at the video, yes, the $80 version is steelbook. I mean, it's a steelbook. Can... Yeah. Yeah. It's a steelbook. You get the cactus summon, the chocobo check summon, and you get the mini soundtrack CD. Ooh, now that's tempting. Um, Again, I can be compelled to tangible. Why do Why do you need the mini soundtrack CD when they just release all the Final Fantasy soundtracks? (laughs) Because I have to pay for those. Oh, and uh, and you get. Oh, I don't have Spotify. I don't art book as well. Oh, oh. Actually, that character art would be kind of cool, especially if they do. They might not, but I would love to see a compare contrast where they kind of show us the side-by-side between the seven character and the the new. But, you know, again, I'm not completely opposed to um, 
to tangible. Uh, like I've been trying to get Yakuza Kiwami two for a long time, and I just have not seen a good price point. Went on sale at Best Buy, and I got it for uh, twenty bucks with a reward certificate, and I went and bought the Steelbook edition. Like I mean, that's better than I've ever seen the digital on sale for. So like I can be swayed for either a sale or certain circumstances. And there is yeah, something to be said you for like having your tangible just just to have it on a shelf, <clears throat> not because you think the tangible version is more. No, it holds no value to me, and I actually put it in a drawer. That's where my <laughs> my PlayStation and yeah. Xbox games go, so no one knows they exist. The shelf is for the Buffy DVDs. I mean, yeah, come when on. Y2, what, Fred, Fred's Y2K great shame. Happens. Do I hate his gaming addiction? <laughs> oh no, 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 it's prevalent. <laughs> Anyone who's been to my house knows. But uh, but either way. Uh, I I will probably go digital on this one. Uh, I can't see too much of a reason, but if I do end up going tangible, uh, Amazon was doing weird discounts yesterday, so I could see myself jumping to a certain extent on tangibles for that reason. Uh, but we'll see. Chip, do you recall if uh, Final Fantasy VII had any discounts on it? Uh, I just paid eighty bucks for it. Yep. Nope. They didn't. Well, and you haven't paid it yet. Not till it ships. True. Um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, but they, they went over the switch between protagonists and abilities and the characters seem to act on their own of their own volition. You're right. There are no discounts, um, of their own volition, which again is consistent with what I saw with final fantasy 15. Um, I did like the concept of hack and slash, but it's like, that's the base level combat. And then of course it gets more complex. Um, and we'll be playing it in March and Andy, mark my words, right? Like, a lot of fans are going to be fine just playing through the Midgar section over and over and over and over. And if you don't remember, that section will probably run you, what was it the first time through? Like, twenty. I mean, it's maybe 10 20, to 12 hours. 10 to 12 hours? No, okay, maybe 10, it is shorter 12, than yeah. I remember. Do you think they'll it, extend it at all? Yes. Mm, maybe a little bit, yeah. Um, I think they'll add, because it definitely looks like they're fleshing out some of the minor characters a bit more, like Jesse and Biggs and Wedge. So Which those is cool. guys look as if, yeah, they, yeah definitely. Um, and I think they've extended some of the scenes because, like, some of the scenes are just like off the cuff conversations, whereas in this, they look as if they're full blown, like, stuff mm-hmm. happening. So, and Chip, uh, I don't yeah. mean to be dismissive of you saying it's it's expanded out, but um, I, I guess I would say I'm not completely convinced you recall uh, the the beginning of that game, and um, it's uh, there's a lot. There's a lot in those trailers that that is stripped straight mm-hmm. out of that original game, mm-hmm. uh, and and as Andy said, the the very early moments of that game. In fact, a lot of what we've seen is pretty much on that demo disc that came with. I forgot what was it, Tobal Two? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> so. No, no. I mean, uh, yeah. I, you know, like I said, I played through definitely through the key scene that were. I don't know. Right. It's been 22 we'll years. We'll say the end of Midgar. Yeah. All right. And then I can make my joke as to what I name Aerith, um, you know, later on. But The corpse? Uh, um, <laughs> okay, there it is. Cat's out of the bag. Either you got it or you didn't. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's the 20-year-old spoiler at this point. Yeah, yeah, I mean, what what, what, what did we, we spoiled a 50-year-old movie on one of the shows yesterday, if I recall. Yeah. We um, did. We did. Yes. Um... <laughs> The uh, so I don't know. It sounds to me like they're going to. Ex- ex- they're saying they're making it two games worth of 
gameplay or you know that it, that it's two games worth so i am assuming that they're going to do a lot of uh a lot more stuff in midgar probably uh prequel style stuff maybe they'll expand some scenes did they did a prequel game for final fantasy 7 movie wait wait, wait, wait a minute was it a movie so they, yeah they did advent children which was after it um, okay, oh, so I'm just true. looking. I'm just looking at the Final Fantasy uh, remake, right? And it says on the deluxe thing, it says includes game on two discs. So the mm-hmm. game is on two discs. Oh, so uh, the first game is, is two one. discs. So that's this the part that we discs. missed. Okay, wow. Yeah. Well, and uh, can I just say for the record, those who have played through it. They could have they could use to trim the fat because the pacing is so rock solid in that first disc, and things get kind of rough in the middle. That that game needs to lean down a little in the well, in the middle of it. Well, like that's because it just allows you to go anywhere and do anything you want. Like it gives you the freedom to choose. Like okay. I've compl- I've completed that game in like twenty eight hours before. Yeah. So. You- like, that's fine. That's fair. Or an RPG, like that's completely fine. So we'll see. Uh, that may just be gorgeous assets alone, but I'm cool either way. Um, I would like to believe, like you said, Chip, that uh, at this point they're going to make Midgar half of the story, which means in, undoubtedly they have to trim the back half. But again, perhaps not. Right? You're right, Andy. Like if it's mostly just your ex exploration you can just stretch the same content further based off of the player's actions and it's not even to stretch that experience it's just you know what was in the original you continue to present it and people either engage with it or they don't which is much like many video games nowadays so so on on square's website here it says a spectacular reimagining of one of the most visionary games ever final fantasy 7 remake rebuilds and expands the legendary rpg for today the first entry in a multi-part saga delivering a depth of uh, a level of depth inconceivable for the original mind-blowing story unforgettable characters epic battles and technical excellence collide so i think we're Brief. back to being no. <laughs> multiple games here so I, more than two can we can we at least all agree on this Mm-hmm. They said they would clarify everything at this press conference, and they did. And they did not. No, they yes, did not. They are playing KG as fuck on this one. Yeah, um, but they did do one thing right, which was, and I don't think it's show the game because they've already shown the game. The one thing they did right was they said the first time you'll be able to engage with this story, and it's going to be a lot of content, will be this March, and I think that's basically what you got to go into it knowing, right. Chase, you've been a little quiet. Anything you want to add to this? No, that's good. You at day one? Uh, I'm no day one, but okay. looks good. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are making a big deal about. I spent $12, and I have Final Fantasy VII on my PlayStation 4 right now. Like I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the big I mean, fucking deal is. <laughs> I mean, I have, well. I have that as well, and I have I have it on Vita as well. And, like, I don't the, the, best, the best oh. push for that PS4 version, though, is to put in that feature where you stop the random battles. You can, engage, you can turn them on and off. Uh, I think that is a very uh, good feature. Uh, for somebody today going back into that game. But how are you going to level up, man? You don't yeah. want to level up too much. You should cheat to turn yourself to like level 99. Um, I hate that remake on the on the PS4 because the load times are too fast. 
See when you're going into a battle, it's too fast. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah, nostalgic for the other times. Yeah, like it wow, looks the battle too quickly. It doesn't give you that kind of like kind of transition. It just goes boom, and you're in the battle. Okay, then maybe that's a regional difference because I don't know about you guys, but us Americans were just hammering on the X button like fucking move on, move on, move on. Yeah, no, 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 no. Like go, 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 go. It's like when when you're going into the battle, you know how it has. Yeah, I know it does the the spin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, like I'm doing the actions with my hands. If you can see me, you can. You look like a wizard. You're at you're at Burning Man. It's great. Yeah, but it's far it's far faster when you're doing it on PS4 compared to the original. On the Vita, on the Vita version, it's fine. No, yeah, well, because that's the PS1 version. But like, no, yeah, that that remake, I like every change that was made there. It's uh, eh, different strokes for different folks. At least you have the Vita version. (laughs) But all right, anything anybody else wants to say about the Final Fantasy VII remake? which we will pay for the privilege of $60 minimum for this March if we want it. Uh, anything else anyone wants to say? Cloud says shit. What? I, I just Cloud think, I mean, it, this is a true remake because they are completely yeah. revamping the game and um, the battle system. Yes. And, and that makes it... That was enough to, for me to say, okay, th- maybe this time I'll actually finish the game. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure it's shorter. <laughs> well, I'm, not I'm kidding. I'm games. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> or four games or five no, games. No, I'm kidding. I think it'll be at least the same length, if not longer. Yeah. But, but the idea that uh, you're updating it for today's gamer and providing what we most gamers these days would probably prefer to uh, – a turn-based system because yes. turn-based systems mean that sometimes those battles are fucking long. Yeah. Well, and real quick, I just want to address this because uh, even with some of the feedback we've gotten from the episodes so far, people uh, are still confused about this and that's because the industry is very confusing about it. The four R's of what you can do to a video game, you can re-release it, AKA a port. That's a direct port. Like what Andy's talking about where the PS one version is put on Vita. You can remaster it where you take the exact game and just update the sprites and or art. That is something like we will talk about in many of these games, but this is where, it's the exact same game they just make it look prettier then same re- or different dress exactly then you've got mm-hmm. the remake which like you said chip that is a complete reworking which could alter either campaigns mechanics things like that the easiest version i i Air give to lives. <laughs> watch just watch <laughs> anyway the easiest thing i can say for remakes the easiest one is the resident evil one think of resident evil one versus its remake it's even called remake and then the last one is reboot that one's pretty simple too tomb raider there's the 1996 idos original sorry core design original and then there is the 2013 crystal dynamics tomb raider that is a reboot where you take the core character and concept and you make an entirely new game out of it remake and reboot are very similar depends Mm, depends i do think they are different yeah I mean, this is not a reboot of Final Fantasy VII. This is the same story, same characters. Everything is exactly the same, but it's just the gameplay and the mechanics are completely different, and obviously graphics are insane. But ultimately, the story events and characters remain the same, whereas in Tomb Raider, like, that's not the case. Uh, Even the enemy is different. Um, So, like, yeah, it's it's a completely different story. Lara's 
stage in life is different. She's a young buck in the reboot, whereas she is a very seasoned um, adventurer uh, with her with her dual pistols in the original. But anyway, all right, moving on. Life is strange too. They need to stop reminding us that they're not cranking out these episodes fast enough. <laughs> like the final episode's not due out till mid December. <laughs> ah, okay. Wow. Yeah, uh, no that rush. that's already been placed out. Yes, you'll get the next one. I think in October, August, something like that. So episodes one, two, and three are out. Yeah, um, that one was definitely the one I was feeling. Well, Life of Strange 2 has to follow that. You know what, though? Maybe it was perfect to follow that, right? Because they're like, eh. They, they, knew that everybody, they knew that everybody was at that point Googling how to pre-order Final Fantasy yeah, exactly. remake. Yeah. I was so just totally like, uh, not... Listen. I wasn't Googling the pre-order. I was... I got to tell you, from the moment I watched that presentation, I was obsessed with, okay, so is it one game or is it not? Nobody is telling me. And I spent the entire press conference trying to figure this out. Um, So next up, uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered. So to get back to what we were just saying, this is the exact same game that was on the Wii. uh, And prior to that, I think the GameCube. Yeah, GameCube. um, But with updated graphics. It's kind of like getting the Evil Dead on Blu-ray versus buying the new version. Of you know Evil what, Dead. Chase? That is exactly what it is. Perfect. Yes. Um, and and of course, it's uh, it's uh, not staying to a Nintendo platform. I thought this was going to stay Nintendo exclusive. I thought they had some rights to it, but obviously not. Winter 2019. So this 2019 uh, Switch and PS4. I I don't think this is the one Trees loves. No. I think he likes My Life as a King or whatever. They but. said they said Switch and phones. Not PS4. Oh. Switch and mobile. Okay. I'm deleting the PS4. <laughs> uh, which, let's face it, Switch is a mobile platform. So oh, they yeah. could have just said mobile and we would have known. Um, but then the Switch people would get all butt hurt. Anyway. Um, but yeah. So this is coming. Anybody a Crystal Chronicles fan? Uh, I mean, I bought it back in the day and I bought umpteen link cables to link Game Boy Advances to it. Ah, and, yes. Yeah. It, it was all right. Wow. I wouldn't buy it again. Like, <laughs> you would not buy it. it again? Would you it buy it again for it, uh, $60 on the Switch? No. Okay. Anybody else? Chase, I know you a Crystal Chronicles fan in the closet. Um, yeah, no. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Speaking of Chase, PC, Octopath Travelers, now on PC. Yes. Well, it has been. I don't really know why they were announcing it. Well, it came out like a week ago or something. But yeah. Well, yeah just an advert. While we're here, go buy yes. this. While we're here. Hey, remember Octopath Traveler? You guys bought a lot of those. Buy more. It's on PC now. <laughs> yeah, sure $60 on PC, too. Yeah, on $60 on Switch, so yeah, pick your poison. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I've never seen the analysis as to whether or not it looks better. I am assuming it's just a direct port, but I could yeah. be wrong. Okay. Yes, I, uh, You know, I remember Octopath Traveler came out last year, and you mentioned it, and I just kind of dismissed it. Be, uh, and I'm glad I did. <laughs> it, okay. it it just looks a little too old for me. I mean, in terms of, it's just a little too retro. It's old school as mm. shit, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just it, like, it gets uh, grindy. It gets grindy. There's a job system. It's kind of Final Fantasy V esque, um, which is my favorite Final Fantasy, by the way. So. 
I guess I would say pretty backgrounds. Does have yeah. to be backgrounds. Yeah. Two point five D, man. Hmm. I just I was like, yeah, I'm kind of glad I passed on that. Yeah, it's okay. Your game is coming out soon. It's called Minecraft Dungeons. We'll be able to enjoy that. Looks the same, too. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no. Octopath Traveler, I don't think you would really enjoy, honestly. You're, and you're right, because it is, it is old school. Things you would see as a negative, certain people see as a positive. Um, I never pulled the trigger on Octopath myself. I really like the job system. I just didn't know if I want to engage with all the grinding. And I still don't. <laughs> so I, I'm still not sold on it, so I haven't picked it up, but... Um, all right. Last Remnant Remastered. So Last Remnant actually just hit backward compatibility. Microsoft announced it today. Uh, if you have it on Xbox One, or sorry, on Xbox 360. But they had to make way for this, the remastered version. I don't really know what they did to remaster it, because I don't know how you can make it, the Switch, look a whole lot better than 360. But I guess there's, you know, things you could do. Um, but that's out today, right now, yeah. on the Switch. You can go get it. Is, is anyone played this game? Is it worth playing? Which one? The Last, Last Remnant. Remnant. Oh. I, uh, I thought it was... I bought it. I remember having it. Um, <laughs> I don't think it ever left shrink wrap. <laughs> it's got a lot of zippers in it. Um... But I've not played it. Uh, I do recall, though, actually, Andy, uh, for what it's worth, I've been re-listening to 2008 One Up Yours episodes. Okay. And they did talk about it, and um, uh, they did dig it. Um, Okay. It's got some mild issues, uh, some pacing issues and whatnot, but it's a nice, long, traditional JRPG in Unreal 3. Looks good. um, Fun to play. So, I, I, I mean, I mean, I'll add it to the watch list, and then I'll wait and see what Nintendo does tomorrow to convince me not to buy it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, I want to just make sure I'm thinking of the Last Remnant. I think I am. Yeah, it came out in 2008. Yes. So, yeah, this is the one. Yep, this is the one. So, uh, but yeah, so this was part of that uh, initiative to prove that the 360 was a viable platform for Japanese developers, but. Which it was not. <laughs> yep. So, anybody else agree that they uh, spent way too much time showing us Dragon Quest Builders 2, which is basically Dragon Quest Minecraft? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That kept going. I went that, upstairs. Uh... I went upstairs and got a beer. <laughs> and <laughs> it was still going when I got back. And then my <laughs> wife asked me to go get, uh, go check on the dogs. And I checked on the dogs. And it was still playing when I got back. <laughs> So yeah, uh, I'm not saying that that game's not endearing. It's just not for me. Uh, and they spent a, that was longer than a trailer. That was like, I think it was five minutes, uh, honestly, uh, yeah. which is a lot of time for a game like that. But uh, July 12th for PS4 owners. So there you go. I don't know what they're making a big deal about. I, yeah, I've got, I've got a Japanese account for the Vita. It's been in that store for like years. Like, seriously, for like a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, this one, a little bit bigger deal. This one's something I still go back and forth as to where I'm going to get it, but Dragon Quest Eleven Definitive Edition on the Switch this fall. Am I the only Dragon Quest fan here? 
I have yet to play Dark Dragon Quest game, but I am sort of interested in twelves. Okay. Yeah, it looks okay. I like. I've it's, not played Dragon Quest, so okay. It's it's old school ass JRPG yeah, yeah. stuff. Oh, I know what it is with yeah. Dragon Ball graphics. Um, <clears throat> but uh, Trees has been playing it and talking about it uh, on some of our shows, and um, uh, he's thoroughly hooked. But he's just like you gotta like that traditional JRPG shit. But if you do, there's a there's a lot of game there. A lot of game. A lot of game. I think a Switch is a good platform having it mobile. Um, so there's Hello. that. Hello, Fred. Huh? Can you not hear me? I can hear you. Andy? Did we lose Andy? <laughs> I think we lost Andy. No, there, Andy. We can hear you muttering. All right, so everybody, cool. If we move on from Dragon Quest Eleven, like I said, it's it's cool if you're interested in it. Um, you know, I, I think I'll be picking this up. Maybe even at launch, uh, it might be something I can carry around with me. So, but uh, but yeah. Um, then they showed off Circuit Superstars. Boy, if something didn't seem to mesh well with this <laughs> press conference, that one was one for me coming in 2020. Anybody else have any interest with Circuit Superstars? Not at the slightest. See, okay, here's where my retro uh, gene kicks in. Okay. I, I mean, it's been forever since uh, I played a good top-down racer. And I think the... And, you know, the best top-down driving game of all time is probably Spy Hunter. Um, oh, we we can't have that discussion right now, but okay. Continue <laughs> what you were saying. Um, I don't know. I, I, I was like, it, it really um, piqued that uh, no, nostalgia thing with me. Now, that um, I, can, I can understand. Like, that I can side with you on. It did pique the nostalgia, so... Now would I um now would I pay for this game? I don't know. If it's on Game Pass, I would I give it to. a shot? <laughs> well, yeah, I know, but uh, I mean that's that's where um gee, it looks cool maybe if it was under 10 bucks. Mhm. And I just uh felt like buying something, I might give it a shot, but uh you know, and if it was on Game Pass, I certainly would probably give it a try there. Oh, um, but Hi guys. Uh, you know, it was welcome just back. a little welcome back, Andy. Um, it was, uh, you know, like I said, it looked. It was a really pretty top-down racer. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just, um, I wasn't interested, but but yeah, I can see that. And Andy, we're talking about. Um, Circuit twenty, or sorry, Circuit Superstars. Any interest? Um, no, because uh, like I played Micro Machines years ago, and they already released a game that basically does this in the modern day anyway, which is uh, Mantis Bun Racing. So well, yeah, you, you don't need this game. Uh, moving on. Speaking of games you don't need, Battalion nineteen forty four, an old school <laughs> oh, shooter that looks like Call of Duty two and plays like Call of Duty four. And fun fact: this was a Kickstarter game, and apparently the dev like didn't send keys to like a large number of its backers or something. 
but it's yeah, out. I heard okay. this game is trash. Yeah, I've heard this game is is not only hot trash, but the devs are shitheads. <laughs> but anyway, it's out now on Steam for sixteen bucks. If you're interested, don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, Chase, you had already talked about this. Square Enix Music now has Final Fantasy soundtracks uh, in digital stores and on Spotify. Yep. So that's cool, especially for very, Spotify people. It's mm. very cool. Andy, you kind of mmmed it. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know that I've ever listened to Final Fantasy music outside of, well, I've been playing a Final Fantasy oh, game. You need to, to get yourself a copy of Theater Rhythm and you'll start appreciating Final Fantasy music outside. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the music, but, like, yeah. If I'm you don't listen to, music, to game soundtracks on the do you know, game? Do you, know, do you know what I do listen to? I tend to listen to, like, people that make songs out of game songs. Okay. Like, I like that. Like, uh, there's a guy called Megaran who does Final oh, Fantasy Oh, Megaran is fantastic, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. excellent. Like, I like that. Like, reinterpretations of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm more into there's that. A, there's a lot of those dudes that are trash there. Oh, yeah. Megaran. Of course. Good. Yeah. yeah. Megaran's yeah. good, but yeah, yeah. But you yeah, gotta filter. Uh, Go to MAGFest and then filter. <laughs> yeah. you know the soundtrack I listen to quite a bit? Mm. The Ruiner soundtrack. That soundtrack mm. is good. That soundtrack is good. Yeah, I'll give that to you. You know what other soundtrack is really good? Andy and I were talking about earlier. The Mummy Demaster, the yeah, the Mummy Demastered soundtrack. It's fantastic. I don't think they sell it though. Um. All right, Chip, you better finish up on your Kingdom Hearts three play because Remode the DLC comes out this winter. Yeah, I was. I didn't know what the hell this was. Yeah, I, if if I'm supposed to extrapolate plot from that trailer, <laughs> no. Dude, I, I'm, as you know, I've been playing it, and I finally finished uh, the first area. Um, uh, in fact, last night when I missed the Devolver thing. And um, the it must have been about 20 minutes of cutscenes between finishing uh, the first area, which is Olympus. Mm-hmm. And uh, before you get back into the spaceship and start flying to the next area, gummy ship, please. The gummy ship, thank <laughs> you. Um, and it's twenty minutes of utter trash. Yeah, uh, even and you know we we discussed it on last week's B team. You know who are all these characters? I don't remember them. I I sat through the twenty thirty minute. Uh, what has come before video, which, as I told you, is a waste of 20, 30 minutes of your life because it doesn't do anything. Um, and, yeah, it's so sitting there and watching uh, two guys that I barely recognize from the game talk uh, talk to each other about something that makes no sense. I mean, you don't play this game for for the story. I don't know. I just got done watching an entire, uh, like, I think it was like two and a half hour video that was all the cutscenes of Chain of Memories together. And I oh, was like, dear oh, God. what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Uh, Andy, Andy, uh, are you a Kingdom Hearts fan at all? Uh, yeah, so I, I've already played and beaten Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, I, I don't think I would go back to it for this. It didn't, like, show me anything new because the footage that they showed seemed to be from the last three or four hours of the game by the looks of it. I would, oh. if anything, say it was 
potentially a minor spoiler, but <laughs> I don't know. God, maybe if that was a spoiler, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you probably don't know who these guys are. Nope. I mean, I have maybe it's not slightly, a clue. Maybe it's slightly twisted, or like it's a cut scene from something. I don't know. But you mean like uh, yeah, a removed I'm, scene. <laughs> yeah, um, so I'm more likely to go back and play the first and second game again, and the mm. other games because I did buy the all-in-one package or whatever it was. Uh, when they did 1.5, 2.5, and 2.8 together, I picked that up so I can play through like Dream Drop Distance and the, the, the side story so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grabbed it too. Yeah. I have it too. They need to make tangibly. The they need to make a Kingdom Hearts movie directed by David Lynch. No. Oh. <laughs> and David Lynch. They did. Has, it's called Blue Velvet. <laughs> David Lynch has worked with Disney before. He has. He has. Yeah. Fun fact I just recently imported from the UK the entire Twin Peaks uh, run. You guys are selling that for nice. dirt cheap on Blu ray. It's 20 bucks. Yeah. It's fantastic. Nice. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> all right. So. How about you, Chase? Are you gonna are you a Kingdom Hearts guy? Are you gonna import or are you gonna import? Are you gonna buy the DLC <laughs> remode? Oh well, I haven't got the regular game yet. Oh, I, okay, uh, I'm not done with the first Kingdom Hearts game. So. Uh, well, you got till winter. No, <laughs> it's a breeze. There's nothing on it on a series like this. Trust me. Me and Andy will tell you. It's uh, not convoluted yeah, it's about at all. a four-hour campaign. You know, well, not only that, but like the story. Breeze. Don't listen to Chip. He just doesn't for, understand it. For a campaign with 18 hours of cutscenes that you'll have to watch 25 hours with a YouTube video to understand. <laughs> Sick. You know what? The only competition out there was Hideo Kojima at the time. They didn't know what yeah. to do. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> moving on. Final Fantasy 14. I know this game is beloved. The Shadowbringers expansion looked cool with a July 2nd release. I just do not play this game. Yeah. I say that about every MMO. I'm like, wow, that looks really cool. I should get into that, and then I never do. Oh, I never say I should get into it. I just go, hmm, that's something I'll never engage with. <laughs> so so I did play this game for about 50 hours when it came to PS4. So a um, little light dabbling. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah, for an MMO like this, definitely still in the light dabbling phase. Um, but I actually really liked it, and I would have engaged with it more if it wasn't such a pain in the ass to resubscribe to because <laughs> you you can't do it. That on was the not 4. what I expected you to say. <laughs> no, but you can't resubscribe on PlayStation Four or through the PlayStation Store or anything. You have to do it through Final Fantasy's like Moogle website, which is and it was just a pain to have to do that anytime when you you're like, any oh. Square hosted website. You're like, oh my god, like Nintendo, they still haven't yeah. figured out the internet yet. <laughs> yeah, it was it was well, awful. Did they so. Didn't the game launch into a browser, sort of? It did, yeah. Uh, originally, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the Realm Reborn version and the original one. I played the original 14 before they reborned the Realm, <laughs> and that was one boring piece of shit. Um, but, yeah, no. Like, every now and again, Square will do a $5 bundle where it's just like a mystery pack of PC games, and you always do it so that you can, you know, finish up that Final Fantasy collection on Steam. And... Um, Man, I have never gotten so stressed out spending five bucks via PayPal for a handful of Steam keys in my entire <laughs> life. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, uh, next up, a game I just cannot wait for. Spring is so busy, Andy. I take it all back. Spring is the worst time <laughs> of the year now. Uh, Dying Light 2. Oh my God. This game's going to be amazing. 
You getting on PC, right? Huh? Hell yeah, I am. No, hands down. I'll tell you right now. I'm getting that game on PC. Well, you can be there with me then. Sure. I'm in. Played the first one on PC. Definitely playing the second one on PC. Uh, and that's just because I'm on that platform. Uh, I'm sure it's perfectly fine in, ever, in other platforms. But I'm, I'm just waiting for Dead Island to... Good for you, buddy. <laughs> I mean, I, I have actually played Dead Island 2. Um, and I enjoyed it, so I, I'm, I'm excited for it. Oh yeah, it's and, just it's just it's been in development hell forever, and it keeps jumping studios. But I, I have no doubt that if they ever decide to put it out, it'll be a quality product. It'll um, probably be a completely different game from the one I played as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm getting Final Fantasy, uh, sorry, Fantasy Star Online in America. So there you go. Dead Island Two is going to come one day. That'll there be the you next go. Thing. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Your Christmas list is full. Chip. Yeah. Did you ever get around to Dying Light? No. Um, okay. I have it. It's in shrink wrap. Yeah. <laughs> and, and a perfect place for it. Well preserved. All the chemicals are still in there. You haven't cracked the seal. Um, I mean, it is, it's Techland. It's the Dead Island guys, um, the original Dead Island guys, uh, making uh, their new game. And, of course, things have changed a lot since then. Uh, this is like one crazy parkour platformer. But it's, it's kind of doing some of those things. If you guys don't recall from last year, it's doing those things where, like, what you do changes the world. So, like, mm, the world yeah. is persistent, uh, which I do like. Um, <clears throat> so, and shit gets real at night. Uh, and it looks like it's going to get more real. Uh, you know, I didn't realize Square was involved in this game. So, they're publishing it. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, why is... What's this? Oh, I, the that cynic like in me. Yep, it's dying light. They must be publishing it. The cynic in me says uh, there won't be a dying light three because Square's never liked a uh, Western developer ever. Um, mm. Although they, they threw some money at Crystal, I guess. But anyway, uh, next up, Romancing Saga three slash Saga Frontiers Scarlet Grace. So who needs a history lesson? Because I can tell you what these are. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what these are. Okay. These are never released outside of Japan. Um, Saga Front, we got Romancing Saga 1 and 2. We never got Romancing Saga 3. And they keep, it sold really well, and it's kind of beloved in the franchise. And I think it's like, it's from the Super Nintendo era. So it's mm -hmm. one of those Super Nintendo 16-bit um, ones. And Saga fans, like, they, they keep getting promised. They've been getting promised for, like, damn near a decade now that the English translation was coming. And they re-released it on Vita. They re-released it, I think, on PS4 in Japan. <laughs> and, like, it's been everywhere. And it's just never come. And so... This is a big deal for those fans. So a handful of retro people. I'm not a big Saga Frontier person, so I won't be jumping at this. But it's cool to see it come over and Square yeah. kind of embracing its past. Uh, or not, uh, sorry, Romancing Saga. And then uh, Scarlet Grace is uh, basically uh, Saga Frontiers 3. And I do believe we also got 1 and 2. And so this is that follow-up as well. So it's basically, and I forget what era that's from. I want to say that's a little more recent. But either way, these are the lost third games that were never brought to English finally coming out in English. So that's what they are. And they have a coming soon, which makes me worried also because <laughs> they first talked about doing this a year and a half ago. Yeah. <laughs> they announced that they were doing this a year and a half ago. Now there's just a trailer for it. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, War of the Visions Final Fantasy Brave XVS uh, is in development. The update to your mobile game is in development. Anybody play Brave XVS? 
I did. It was terrible. The, <laughs> they didn't say that this was a mobile game, though. They didn't, but they showed those perspectives, those mobile perspectives, the horizontal, vertical. I mean, it could be Switch. Ooh, could be Switch. That is a mobile platform also. Yeah, they're obviously trying to invoke War of the Lions. It's like mm-hmm. tactics, tactics RPG. Yep. Uh, also more suited to a phone game. Yeah. A tactics RPG, so. Oh, yeah. Final Fantasy Maybe. Tactics, if that hasn't been ported to mobile, it should be. Yeah. I bet it has been, though. Um, anybody else? Either of you guys playing uh, Brave Ex- Exvius? I don't really I don't have time. Yeah, I don't have time yeah. for another mobile game. I don't no, play any don't. mobile games. Yeah, I, I, smart man. I feel like I've been like, nah, I don't play this for this whole freaking thing. But Do you own a Switch? No. Okay, then you don't play mobile games. That's fine. This <laughs> um. <laughs> looks like Game of, Game of Thrones Final Fantasy. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then people can fl- it, people can fly. Dick tits themselves uh, came out <laughs> and uh, talked about their new game, um, and I will go on record and say I really dug Bulletstorm, and yep. I resent I completely resent Normie saying that Gears of War Judgment wasn't good. Um, Gears of War Judgment was misunderstood, um, but uh, anyway, they're making a game. Uh, Outriders. We saw no gameplay, but they were able to reveal. They weren't able to reveal much, but we saw some designs on some guns. Looks like kind of personal, uh, personalized guns. Maybe skins is part of the game, whether it be a financial endeavor or not. But it, they definitely said it was one, two, or three player drop in, drop out co op where you have a cohesive story experience regardless of how many players are playing. Um, and it looks kind of like a, uh, a mercenary group on random planets. Yep. Yeah, I um, yeah, I want to see more of this because I am a fan of people can fly because I was a really big fan of Bulletstorm. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I didn't play Judgment, but um, Bulletstorm, if it's anything, even remotely similar to Bulletstorm, but with co-op, it I'm, feels like, similar to Bulletstorm to me. Yeah. Um, and and to be fair, uh. Chase, uh, Judgment was kind of like that too, and I think that's why a lot of people didn't like it. There was a lot of combo meters, and it, they gave you a score at the end, and I think a lot of gamers of shooters, and you know how like gamers who play shooters aren't really good at playing video games anyway, um, I think they got really upset because they got low scores, so they didn't feel good about themselves for shooty, shooty, killy, killy, and they really... Yeah, yeah, Bulletstorm, if that. you just like shoot something, you'll get the lowest score, you have to yeah. do it. No, you gotta get it. You gotta get insane about it. You gotta you gotta take some pain uh, to get that score going. Yeah, it's like Devil May Cry shooter. Yeah, you gotta be stylish. Yeah. Except that I like Bulletstorm and I didn't like Devil May Cry. Anyway. Well, like DMC, so. Oh, sorry. No, no. What were you saying? <laughs> I, I said I, I like DMC. I don't really like Devil May Cry properly. Oh, smart man. There you go. Um, Chip, uh, I think you liked Bulletstorm, right? I loved Bulletstorm. Yeah. It was, what do you think of this? I need to see more. Okay. Yeah. There's I no mean, yeah, it was, I was like, okay, people can fly. You have my interest. I thought that, you know, like I said, I enjoyed Bulletstorm. Didn't try Judgment Day. Um, you probably don't need to. <laughs> no, I, I don't. Um, he, this could be fun. I, I I think the thing about Bulletstorm that was good though was it had good banter, it had a uh, great dialogue, it uh, didn't take itself seriously. No, it didn't. And this game might be taking itself too seriously. 
that's my one concern as well. So I thank you for mentioning it. Um, summer but, 2020 PS4 Xbox One PC tells me uh, gameplay and more prominence will be next year. I, I am excited to see in the past press conferences that we've watched more co-op shooters and co-op games in general that aren't it seems like the games as service model has kind of taken over the co-op genre and i'm kind of excited to see more traditional four-player co-op type games like things that aren't a game as service right yeah yeah, I'll give you that. Um, the other thing is, you know Square's going to have pressure on people can fly. That's the only concern I've got. Summer 2020, the consoles are gonna, the new consoles are going to be all the rage and talked about, so they have to get this game out next year. <laughs> they have no choice. Square's going to kill them. <laughs> so, uh, then next up, I couldn't figure out what this game was. Onanaki? Uh, yeah, I think it's a remake, or it's been something that's been announced a while back, because I've had that name before. PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. No, wait, PC, PS4, and Switch, August 22nd. Did anybody know anything about this game? I don't even remember it from the press conference. New Tokyo RPG Factory game. Okay, so this is the new one from the people who did, like, I Am Setsuna and stuff like that? Yeah. Okay. They, they announced it in February. Gotcha. So. It's an all-new action RPG that tells the story of one watcher on a journey to protect life after death. Oh, yeah, this was on with the Switch uh, Direct. That's when it got announced. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, so. looks all right. Um, then uh, Final Fantasy VIII Remastered. So eight was the only one that they hadn't released on everything. So here it comes. They're remaking it. Wasn't there something with the soundtrack or something as to why they couldn't bring it out? I forget why 8 has never been properly remastered, but it looks like they took the time to do it. 2019 PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. So it'll be this year sometime. And I will finally get to find out what the big deal is with Squall. (laughs) I've never played 8. I never played 8 either. Yeah. Andy, what were you going to say? He's went moody. Old squall. He's moody. Oh, great. An yeah. emo protector. Yeah, he's we pretty much don't emo. have a lot of those in Final Fantasy. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, uh, Chase. He's probably you, the moodiest oh, of them all as well. Oh, great. Oh, the goth. <laughs> the goth emo kid. Yeah. I do everything in vertical lines. You know why? <laughs> anyway, uh, Chase, are you uh, interested in this? Did you ever play Final Fantasy VIII? Any interest um, in jumping at it now? Actually, the only Final Fantasy game I've played is like half of 10 and mm. some of 13, and I didn't like that at all. Okay. The, once you get halfway to 10 at that twist, that's about when I just can't stand Titus anymore and I'm just out. So <laughs> <laughs> lot. I, I, go and I, play, I go and play X2 where I can play dress up and, and have badass abilities as opposed or in the process. So. Uh. Nice. I'm not kidding. It's awesome. <laughs> a job system through clothes, and you play a uh, a pop group, a J-pop group. But anyway, you were going to say, Chip? Um, no, I didn't. I, uh, eight, I never played, and 10 is one of the ones I actually finished. Oh, there you go. Is it worth a finish? Do I need to go back? I've not been compelled to. I got about 25 hours into that game, and I was like, I'm good. Um... 
Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is I've got Final Fantasy VIII. I do have it on PS1, uh, and this remaster won't be much more fancy, so I may just play the PS1 version. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did get, as part of one of those square bundles I told you about, those $5 ones, I did get Final Fantasy VIII, and my buddy... When I was talking to him about what I got on it, he immediately said, oh, that shit port on Steam? Yeah, don't worry about that version. You don't need that. So I don't know what's wrong with it, but apparently it's not worth owning. <clears throat> so The uh, the PS1 port on the on the Vita plays absolutely fine. So Okay. Like I said, I've got the original like four-disc version, and I've yeah. got a Sio now, so I'll just rip it and put yeah. it on an SD card, and I'm good. So... <laughs> Uh, and then they closed with the lightest game of the night, Marvel's Avengers. Crystal Dynamics, Idos Montreal, Nixies, and Crystal's new studio. And then Marvel's there, but that dude seemed like such a fucking shill hype man. Like, I don't <laughs> like him at all. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but either way, uh... Is I'm, anybody still a true believer? <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you chase thank you if you cringed at that statement also you know why i didn't like this guy <laughs> anyway it wasn't uh, necessary no no it wasn't and only one man's allowed to say that and he won't be coming on the stage unfortunately to say that ever again mm. so you don't get his line um but uh but either way uh so we got to see it Got some confirmations. Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Black Widow, and Hulk all playable. Some hints at Hank Pym, and they did say more heroes uh, would come up as playable characters in the future. So there is that. Four and that they wouldn't be charging for them. And it's all free. All content will be free. They have a, a, uh, a content path. If this is starting to sound familiar, you will get to why I'm weary. Uh, Four-player online co-op, ongoing content, more heroes, more locations... Xbox. Single and four player. Single and four player. I think sure. that's key. Is it though? It is I'm, for me. I'm going to kind of defer over to Andy. This game is not designed to be a single player experience. And while you can play Destiny solo, this game is designed to be a four player co op, constantly playing persistent online content drops the division games as service game. Um,. I mean, you can play the division on your own as well, and Destiny. You can. Uh, however, I think that this might be a bit different because, like, if you're playing through like the story, whatever the story happens to be, and you're playing as Tony Stark, and you need the Hulk to smash something for you, you're going to be able to change to him or have him controlled by an AI or something like that. You're not going to have to have somebody jump in. Yeah, I feel like everyone's going to be there. I think I'd like to yeah. think that. Um, I mean, what this game has done though, this game has just killed Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. Like, has it? Yeah, hundred percent. Like, I mean, look at this compared to Ultimate Alliance. Well, like, so first of all, first of all, Ultimate Alliance two different three comes games out this summer. Yeah, yeah, it is a different game. You put nine months between them, and I would argue Marvel <laughs> fans, myself included, can have both. I mean. I just don't have any interest in Ultimate Alliance 3 whatsoever. I, like, I've seen this. What? Play, Poor mouth. Yeah, I no, play proper, I... <laughs> proper co-op, like, with with my friends, like this. A How is Ultimate Alliance not proper co-op? I mean, Ultimate Alliance is, like, it's that kind of over-the-shoulder isometric. This is, like, proper, like, Tomb Raider-style graphics. This is, oh, this is the real so deal. that's what this is about. This is the real deal. <laughs> 
Not play my they got anyway. Nolan North. They got Troy yeah. Baker. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's fair. I do agree with you that um, Marvel's games. Uh, there is there is something to be said for the spectacle and strength of a rock solid graphics engine and um in my opinion crystal dynamics uh in in conjunction with its various studios and nixies um is uh hands down bar none one of the top um developers uh for visuals in this industry and um they make some pretty damn entertaining games as well i was actually playing one of the new challenge tombs i went back to my shadow of the tomb raider and found that there were seven challenge tombs as part of the (laughs) the (laughs) dlc box set i bought uh so i started playing one of them and i was just reminded again just how good their design is Mm. and i would like to believe that's going to come over here i have no reason to believe it won't i caught maybe i'm wrong I caught way more of a, we're being vague about it now, but this is going to be a anthem. This is going to be a division. This is going to be a destiny, Um, especially with ongoing content, more heroes, yada, 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 yada. Um, The one thing I will give you guys is it does seem to encourage at any given time switching the heroes and once you get to that point you do create a different dynamic than these other games where your character is key Mm. so i'll give you that um i am cautiously optimistic of this game but i'm also there's this little buzzing in the back of my ear that goes i really hope this game shapes up to be what i want it to be yeah yeah i'm super excited for it but um but yeah when they say you know, all your content is free. <clears throat> Dad, I, I'm nostalgic for the time to where we just had paid DLCs and season passes and everybody was like, I don't like season passes. Focus shit. And that's how we got fucking loot boxes and, and skins and, and, and all that stuff. Well, to be fair, got, uh... if you're not paying for your content, they're going to have to get the money somehow. And they're not going to do loot boxes. They said that, but there's still going to be microtransactions. So, um, well, and to be fair, Bethesda started that with horse armor. So Bethesda can be blamed for skins. Um, but yeah. Well, I think the big thing is the fact that people were so mad that they didn't want to pay for season passes anymore, that they're going to get their money somehow. So, I mean, that's because people took advantage of season passes. Like, uh, the I remember uh, Rockstar did it with Ellie Noir, where they put out a season pass oh, yeah, that covered you for content up to like a certain date, and then put out more DLC the day after that date elapsed. Yep, I remember that. Like, that's bullshit. Yeah, but yeah. It's Rockstar, they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that does suck. But um, I mean. There's some outliers, but mostly a season pass meaned or meant that you could pay ten dollars each for these DLCs, or you can get them all for like five or ten dollars less. And that's kind of what it meant for the most part. I mean, there was some outliers where it was like, yeah, this season pass fucking sucked. Like Arkham Knight, you know, just just yelling <laughs> in the background, but. <laughs> So, I mean, Destiny, three season passes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll have to see. Um, but uh, here's what I will say: it did look awesome. Uh, mm. It did look promising. 
the graphics looked amazing. The story seemed good. The gameplay seemed solid. Um, you know, just just so I can just you know, I, I'm I'm flexible, but I'm I'm either Black Widow or Hulk. Like I'm just gonna just let you all know right now, just so we can establish that. Um, and I'm apparently buying this on PS4 because PlayStation was right in there to get PlayStation exclusive content. Uh, so they've paid for their exclusives, and I'm going to let that them repeat them. That pissed me off. Yep. Yep. So um, because, well, as you know, um, I do not have the 4K Xbox or uh, 4K PS4. Um, and I have no intention of getting one, especially with the other one uh, on on the horizon. Um, Which, to be fair, it's backwards compatible. So if you get yep. the new one, yep. it probably yep, will have at least PS4 Pro capabilities. That's my, that's what where I was going with this. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, so, but uh, yeah, I was. I mean, I this is something that I would prefer to play on the Xbox. That's where. Most of the people that I would want to play with probably are as well. Um, so I was a little, I was a little miffed at that. But if that's, you know, if that's the price of admission, well, I think stuck. It, actually, I got to take it back. I, it depends on the content because I will say that Nix's and uh, Crystal Dynamics engine uh, runs much better. Uh, not well, not significantly better, but at least decently better on um on the xbox one x than the pro and i do think that over content i might take performance Mm. and yes i'm aware it plays lockstep on pc chase but Mm. i i'm not going to find enough pc players (laughs) right well i mean i do like the fact that the characters are going to be unique to the game rather than taking robert danny jr and it being in his likeness or whatnot. Also so, makes it cheaper. Yeah. Okay. I mean, not much cheaper. They got, I mean, they got people, who, Nolan North. Some but people yeah. might yeah. not like that, but they, I, I think it's cool. Yeah. yeah no, I like that. It seems like it's more of a, a comic book interpretation. It's, it's like removed from the MCU. Yeah. Plus, well, it's I definitely mean, removed from the MCU. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say that there's a big, big twist there and I'll not spoil that one. <laughs> but, the uh, yeah. I thought it was interesting though that um, it does have like the five kind of mean guys from the MCU, but it doesn't have Hawkeye. Yeah, I was wondering because he's not a real hero. Oh, he's going to be one of the free DLC. Yeah, he might because Hank Pym's one of them. So yeah, I could see Hawkeye coming next. Yeah, that, that's um, what I'm most excited about though, Hank Pym. You know, I just thought about this. How much you want to bet the PlayStation exclusive content is none other than your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man? Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. That's going to be problematic for a person who really is a big Spider-Man fan. (laughs) Have you played Spider-Man yet, Fred? I have not, but you will be happy to know that this week I bought it. I bought the deluxe edition. Finally. It was it was on sale for thirty bucks deluxe mm. edition with all the I, DLC. So I, I didn't know you were a big Spider Man fan. I mean, with your like gamer tag and stuff, it's ah, like ah, what, I'm a big Venom fan. What, <laughs> yeah, what was it like Iron Venom or something? Spider's yeah. Venom. I'm so just I'm both with you, <laughs> Dick. Uh, but uh, but yeah, no 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 yeah I'm. It's, it's, it's Spider Doc, right? <laughs> 
It should have been. Uh, but, uh, yeah, if Howard the Duck's exclusive... <laughs> well, you know where I'm going. We're going to PS4. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, but, uh, and by the way, Andy, if you're that worried about the MCU twist you were talking about, um, <clears throat> was in a, uh, was in a, a movie theater seeing, uh, Dark Phoenix this week mm-hmm. and, uh, and, uh, the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer that's in theaters right now, uh, does that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That was surprising. But anyway, I uh, the, but yeah, I, yeah, somebody went to see Endgame and they showed that trailer. <laughs> <laughs> what, how like when i said when, when i saw in game they they show they shoot well they, because they the trailer shoot. wasn't out yet but yeah, now but, that it's out people when, going to see I, Endgame. yeah yeah but when i saw in game they played the, sh- the trailer after the credits yeah oh really no. yeah yeah oh there you go but uh anyway uh so releases may 15th 2020 so again just it'll be like the last thing you play before we come and play the uh, play the a3 game again well see they they want you to continue to play this game because they said it's going to take place over multiple years so i mean they're going to need to keep supporting us through ps5 xbox whatever kind of makes you think that maybe they know that you'll be able to just continue, you know, maybe yeah, upgrading I mean, a game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we know <laughs> it's the back compat. Like, yes, we know it's back it compat, but I wonder if it's forward compat. Yeah, that, that seemed um, to be the, the trend. Yeah, that whole thing about multiple years of this game did sound a little Destiny. Mm. Little games of service, but yeah. anyway... And that wrapped up the uh, press conference. I wasn't quite sure, but it, yeah, it eventually did give me a big logo screen where I was like, okay, this is the end of it. <laughs> so uh, Square brought a lot more than I thought. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think they made for a good performance, um, especially when you go, well, you got to work with Square, right? Like that's, it's their properties. It's their properties and their current projects that's what they're going to announce and i think they announced a lot more and i think uh unlike a lot of companies they're embracing their past a lot more than others now granted a lot would say probably correctly they are bleeding their past but i was about to say uh maybe that it's relying a little too much on the past and they've done that for a long time yeah they have so but at the same time all I kept saying is, man, these. There's a reason why Square Enix is probably my favorite developer. Mm, mm. Nice, right, the, and publisher. I mean, they right, they right. they just their uh, their games look beautiful. They do a good job. They really don't have. Well, maybe it's because I, you know, I only play. You know, I'm choosy about what I play, but. I've never really been disappointed by a Square game. Oh, no, but that's fair, because I said very similar things about Ubisoft earlier today, and um, I just choose to not engage with the games that aren't for me. Like, that makes sense. Yeah. And since we're ending, and you cut all my content from the Ubisoft presser mm-hmm. um, podcast, <laughs> you know, for DLC, that freaking Watch Dogs, I had been on that, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I laughed out loud. The freaking granny part holy shit hell yeah hell yeah i'm gonna rock i'm gonna rock a fucking team of grannies rock <laughs> mark my words if you haven't watched that legion trailer chip you should watch it but but yeah so 
All right. Uh, anybody feeling winded or you want to wrap up real quick with our experiences with that Xbox app? <laughs> uh, Avengers is coming to Stadia as well. I don't know if we mentioned that. It is coming to Stadia. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. It will be on Stadia. So <laughs> there is that. 4K60 HDR. Yeah. Yep. And for nine yeah. ninety nine a month. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Plus, you need Plus the game. Plus the game. <laughs> um, the content's free, so don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So the Windows app, the Xbox app on the. So that May update, I think, is only for those people in that beta program, which is why everybody had to update when they downloaded this thing if they weren't in that program. Mm hmm. So you have to do this special update, which kind of changes the interface of Windows a little bit. I kind of like it at yeah. first glance. Um, but uh, and then and then I don't know about you, but the Xbox app didn't run for me. It said like we're making miracles happen or something. I walked away and came back 15 minutes later and it was still there. Then I ran I, as a I I, ex I exit out and mm -hmm. then I went back into the the installer and then mm -hmm. it started like halfway into that and then it finished okay uh for me it took seven attempts running as an administrator <laughs> five times wow yep but now it runs every time perfectly <laughs> so I, I got it to run okay after i got the uh windows installed and what and updated and whatnot um that's a big update kids also 48 minutes yeah. for me yeah <laughs> yeah about probably the same for me um however there's like once you're actually in it and signed in and everything, that was fine. However, nothing works in the app. So every time I, uh, so every time I click on show all, on anything, it takes me to an error page. Oh really? I didn't get an error page. So every single damn time. you, Microsoft and your no European loving bullshit. It says sorry, partner. Looks like you're stuck in no man's land. Try restarting the app to fix it. And if you restart, it just does the exact same thing again. Um, so I can click on the games, which I can see, and that's fine. I can install them if I want and play them. That that works absolutely mm -hmm. fine. Um, but there's no way for me to actually like browse the games because I can only see the small selection which is available. So I don't know what games are on this right now. Well, Chase, have you looked at the uh, available games? We can answer that question real quick. Yeah, I have. Um, let's see. Well, we don't have to go through them all, um, but right. well, I mean, when I click all games, it will show them all and say XGP next mm. to it if it's um, you know in Game Pass. But, oh um, well, yeah. If I go to Game Pass and literally hit Show All, it just shows me all the Game Pass games. Yeah. Right, but if I go to I went to Store and clicked all games, it oh, okay. has the XGP next to the game. But what okay. it doesn't do is the games that I own, like that I bought through. Mm -hmm. The Xbox, like Forza Horizon 3 or something like yeah. that, it doesn't show that in my oh, library. Oh, it showed it in mine. Yeah, I went to my library and it showed me the like eight games I own. So, so when I click on when I click on store, it just says, "Sorry, partner, looks like you're stuck in no man's land. Try restarting the app to fix it." So I can't even get to the store. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And, Have you rebooted since? No, I haven't. Because there's an update. Okay. There's an update. Like it says, update and restart. So. Oh, okay. Wait for well, my PC. <laughs> yeah, I, you you will want to have the full update. One. It had to update like twice, I think. And I did notice that there's some games that you can play with um, your standard Game Pass that mm -hmm. were already yes. on, like Forza Horizon Four. If I click mm -hmm. that, it says play with Game Pass, and it changes to install. Mm -hmm. But if I click, say, let's just click. 
something that I know. Okay, Moonlighter. Moonlighter is well, that was it installed. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, Moonlighter is XGT. Okay, uh, okay, um, XGP. Let, let's see. Um, bear with me here. Uh, Shinmu one and two. It says play with Game Pass, and I click that, and it wants me to get the ultimate. So some of them will be with the regular Game oh. Pass, but not all of them. Well, no. So here's the thing. Shenmue 1 and 2 is going to be part of Game Pass um, on PC, but it's not there yet. So that's Sonic. what we were getting yeah. at. There are, there's like a dozen games right now that are part of um, well, here, here's one. Games Pass. Va- Vampire. That okay. One, it just says play with Game Pass and I have to get the PC version of Game Pass. But the ones that were already available to play on PC with regular Game Pass, you could still be so. Oh, see, for me, Vampire worked fine. With regular Game Pass? Oh, I don't know. I've always been Ultimate since I got the app. Okay. Well, mm. well, I, oh, I, you have an upgraded Ultimate? Is that right. what you're saying? Yeah, so, oh, so see, a, okay. like, see a thesis says play. Because mm. I actually have that installed. I thought I was right, and actually, when you choose... Xbox Games Pass, uh, those don't show up, believe it or not. Mm. Forza Horizon's not on the list. Sea of Thieves is not on the list. Those aren't there. That's so. Yes. May, may not it shows you the, that, uh, that I have Recore. So there's that. There you go. Let's see Recore. But again, like I said, it's so, but it is a beta and it is opening. Mm day or two but yeah. uh but yeah we're all seeing little bits of wonkiness um, but there aren't many games micro or sorry metro exodus though is there yeah right away big deal big deal to me i guess a lot of people are like why do you even care and i'm like because that shit was epic games exclusive like that's a big deal yeah i, I want to play gears 3 on pc <laughs> Come on, guys. keep hoping i'm waiting for the whole you know everything that runs on xbox one runs on pc I'm waiting for that announcement. Yeah, it's getting uh, I also noticed, I also noticed the Master Chief Collection didn't show up in the games list. Uh, but I bet if I search for it, it's there. So I don't think the well, Games Pass list populates quite right. Reach. I would search for the Master Chief Collection. Okay. But anyway. But yeah, so it's it's it doesn't work perfect day one. Um, but uh, that's probably why they gave it to you for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I search, I just I get no results for Halo. So, uh, I think it's just called the Master Chief Collection. They don't say Halo, believe it or not. Uh, the game's called Halo Master Chief Collection, like on Xbox. Uh, uh, yeah, but when I went and searched for it in the store, I thought I couldn't find it once by searching Halo. Okay. I just searched Master Chief, and there's nothing. No. Okay. Yeah. So they said it was available today, but maybe it's not available today. It's not available today in the in the UK. Today's past. <laughs> well, there's that too. Well, no, they said it two days ago. Like, remember, Microsoft's yeah. conference was, yeah. And they said it was supposed to be available, but it's obviously not. Anyway, I'm going to be playing on Xbox. Commander Conquer Rivals, here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> Andy's calling it. Well, but now you can get bitchy because you paid for it. Well, let's, oh, do yeah. some, let's do some Reach Firefight, man. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Firefight was fun. Yeah, but all right. Well, with that, I think we are uh, done for now. And then there's just Nintendo. Then there was one. So, all right. And then tomorrow night, 
on the B team, we have uh, our annual E3 wrap-up show. We do. We do. Andy, Chase, you are both welcome to join us. What time would that be? Uh, Nine to usually midnight. (laughs) Nine until Fred shuts up. (laughs) Usually midnight. (laughs) And and, uh, we'll we'll have 42 level one on in the afternoon, your guys' time. One yeah, Andy, to, I'll have to get back to you. I might be in a movie for the very beginning of that, but I'll, I'll touch base with you. Yeah, I mean, if you guys are more than welcome to pop on if you're around. So. All right. Well, with that, I think we'll call it to a close. But thanks for joining everybody for a little extra talk there at the end. And uh, enjoy the E3. Let's see what Nintendo's got on the table. We'll be back tomorrow uh, for those that can join. And we'll be talking about Nintendo.